Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Hello and welcome to June. This is the Sports Spectacular. We are the guys who make it happen. Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy on the mic. Patrick Quinn working audio. Uh, did you guys enjoy the week off? I did. I enjoyed my week off. I, you know, got to cut, catch up on some streaming, you know, Obi-Wan and some Stranger Things and important stuff like that. So that was really, really key for me. Yep. And I finally finished Ozark. Me too. So that was... Um, that was that was interesting. I don't want to do a spoiler for everybody, but yeah. a very interesting series. We'll have to come. You know what we're going to do? We're going to give everyone to the end of July. How about that? So we're going to we're going to come back like like first week of August and before football season. And we're going to discuss Ozark. So everyone, if you're if you're listening, you've got you got two months to finish because I we finished it this weekend as well. And I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Hey, sidetrack here. Has anyone gone to the Ozarks? Like, do they have like, this is where Marty killed this. Per- this is where this person was killed. This is a, where uh, a this bird, is where a Wendy bird, bird committed bird another blood, bird blood tour. Yeah, bird, exactly. I mean, this, this is, is where, where the bodies are. The bird blood. Yeah, bat, I mean, if you will. yeah, the bird blood. Yeah, bat. yeah there yeah. we are. Oh, I mean, yeah. you just wonder, don't you? I mean, you wonder. They got it. Those are like sightseeing places now. Well, actually, you know. Yeah, not the Ozarks, but but you know, I still own my house in Atlanta, and we did during COVID. We went and found all the spots. We went and found the Missouri Bell, and we found the Blue Cat Lodge. And um, now I'm going to go find the Lazy O. But yeah, it's it's like it's a fun Atlanta trip. The Silver Spoon that that is right there in Midtown. It's right down it's right down the street from uh, from Turner Studios, where Inside the NBA is done. You could you could walk from yeah. there to the Silver Spoon. So right there on 14th Street in Midtown. So yeah, it's. It's it's it'd be a fun vacation for the family to go yeah. take a weekend and find all the different spots where all the dirty deeds were done. So yeah, yeah but, you uh, might find it. Might find a body buried somewhere. Who you knows? Might find one exactly. We didn't, <laughs> but there's it's always hope. Uh, we jump back in here with both feet and tails. We we get it back on back on the rails. Football coach Brett Bielema and women's basketball coach Shauna Green in the Quad Cities uh, a few days ago as part of the Illini that the tailgate tour thing they were doing. We'll hear from both of them. College football Hall of Famer David Williams is behind a new celebrity golf outing coming up in late august uh in the champagne area it's a great event and even better it's for a great cause and he will join us in the second hour to talk about that but let's start with basketball uh big news at the end of may as 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 predicted brad you were saying we're going to hear some things uh six nine multifaceted forward matthew meyer of baylor making the big announcement that he will be in illini yeah huge addition you get a, a guy who's got experience on the biggest stage, he's won a national title. Uh, six foot nine, as you mentioned, he's he's versatile. He's a kid who can play anywhere from two through four, maybe even some five in certain matchups. He's got six nine, long, tremendous defender. Um, the guy who can put it on the floor, great in transition, and Illinois wants to get up and down. So now you have two, you have perhaps two of the best transition guys in the country in Matthew Meyer and Terrence Shannon on the wing. Those are two of the best guys. In, the, in points per possession and transition. So now you, you, you've got a different team than you had a year ago, but Matthew Meyer really adds this. He's also a, a quality 35% plus three-point shooter. So he's a versatile guy. He's a, just a very talented kid. And 
and uh, Illinois did well to get him because he is exactly what they needed. Yeah, if uh, a basketball player could be made from a Swiss Army knife, that would be Matt Meyer. You know, he can do about a thousand different things out there. And I will tell you, he's a very interesting guy to watch play. And the best clip you can see of him, unfortunately, is when he contributed so much in taking apart the Illini last yeah. year when they played. That's There's true. about a four-minute stretch there. And Matthew Meyer is everywhere in the midst of, you know, taking a four-point um, Baylor lead to about a 12-point Baylor lead. And it's him on an interception. It's him leading the fast break. It's him driving. I mean, it's just like, holy cow. Um, I hated that guy. And now <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I was going to bring up that same game. That was one that, you know, as it turns out, you look at Illinois and, and that team uh, taking the eventual national champion. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a close game for about 30, yep. 35 minutes. But you're right. And that's, that's exactly it. And I think that speaks, Brad, to, to why on, on one of the matrix, one of the ratings I saw that rated the transfer players, and he was the number one rated transfer kid out there um, because here's a guy that, that doesn't have the gaudy stats. I mean, he's not averaging 18 points a game or 12 rebounds a game, but he literally does everything for a team. Yeah, no question. He's going to get steals, blocks, he's going to rebound, and he's going to score um, at all three levels. And so I think it was Evan Maya. Um, it was the, the was place that had him ranked ranked number one as the number one transfer. And they had Terrence Shannon ranked as the fourth. So Illinois did really well in the transfer portal when you look at it uh, from that angle. The only disappointing thing is it sounds like he has uh, trimmed the mullet. So the mullet is gone. And Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, that's a little disappointing. You know, I was waiting for him. Perhaps he can grow. You know, he might, if he grew an afro, he could be 7-1. You know, like yeah. Fletch. Yeah, he, Six, could. He, he could be 7-1. We'd have Kofi. So so you know, hopefully we won't have any type of Samson syndrome where Ooh. by cutting his hair, oh. we, we can't have that. We, we may have to have hair extenders to put the mullet back together if he needs it, if he gets into, into a shooting slump. Yeah, he does understand that mullets are okay in East Central Illinois, right? I mean, it's oh, they, cool. Yeah, he'll fit right in. Yeah. He could have two or three mullets. He could have a really long mullet. He can, even, he can even do like Mike and curl it like mike used to yeah yeah so i'll tell you what i think i think both brad and i were mullet guys back in the 80s uh, larry did you have a mullet to go with the whisper thin uh, mustache <laughs> <laughs> a little longer in the back than now i wouldn't call it a mullet okay okay <laughs> yeah. there are pictures that oh, i i, I want to say so much here and yeah. i just can't do it yeah so don't, I, don't. I can't do it so don't, don't do it don't do it <laughs> Um, so yes, well, listen, we, we want to talk more hoops, not mullets. We want to talk more hoops, um, here on the sports spectacular, stay with us uh, more Illini basketball and we'll break down kind of, um, what we're looking at here and, and really get into depth and some of the changes and, and the different styles that we're going to see right now on this Illini basketball team, by the way, with still a couple of scholarships, um, out there. So possibly some other guys still coming in. This is a sports spectacular, more Illini hoops. After a timeout, we are powered by IlliniGuys.com. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. 
At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimates. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. We continue here on the Sports Spectacular, this segment presented by Busey Bank. Uh, more on the Illini basketball team. And guys, let's start off with um, a couple of, of, of wing players that have kind of been sitting off as maybe possibilities. They might return. Uh, but, Brad, you were saying now they definitely, uh, their Illini careers are over. They're going to move on. Yeah, Austin Hutcherson is going to stay in the NBA draft. He's not going to get drafted, but he's going to go play professionally, try and go something overseas, possibly in the G League. And uh, Jacob Grandison has actually uh, pulled out of the draft and he's entered the transfer portal. So it's interesting to see that, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, either wanted Grandison return, didn't want Grandison return, but here's the deal. He's a valuable player. Um, doesn't really fit on the Illinois roster because of the number of wings they have and the athletes that they have now, but he's a valuable player as a three and D guy. He can shoot it and uh, 40% from three. And if you need to space the floor a little bit, that's a great guy. Um, to have on your team, or especially when you have a young team. And that's why he's gotten, you know, overtures from places like Duke and Kentucky. I got some young guys, but have, adding a fifth-year guy like him or sixth, seventh, eighth, however many years it is for <laughs> Grandison, I don't even know now, of eligibility. But uh, so, yeah, it would be interesting to see where he ends up. Yeah, and, and I wish him all the luck in the world. You know, great a great kid has given a lot to Illinois and, and Austin Hutcherson will, will have a place in my heart for maybe the biggest, what if that Illinois has had Uh guy was at outstanding athletic ability. Uh, and unfortunately through no fault of his own was never able to show that. And um, boy, I, I hope he gets healthy. I know it's going to be tough, but um, it'd be nice to see him do, you know, be able to get a little bit of a career, whether it's uh, here or overseas would be fantastic. But, you know, we saw uh, the guy Max Struess out of Chicago and, and played D2 ball. I think it was at Lewis and transferred to DePaul, and now he's killed it in the NBA. I mean, if you just get the right opportunity and stay healthy, who knows? And so we may look up in a couple of years and see Austin Hutcherson uh, in the NBA, and we certainly hope that's the case. And same with Grandison. Brad, you're right. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, let, let's not forget that once he went into the starting lineup uh, last season, the team ran off and went 16 and two and wound up being big 10 tournament champs. And I mean, their the team's fortunes changed based on him being in the starting lineup. Everything changed at that point. So um, he's got some great basketball left, uh, left ahead of him. No, and This year, you remember this year, he finished with an injury. So he wasn't available down the stretch, which obviously didn't help things as they went into the tournament. Yeah. I mean, so, again, who knows what yeah, happened? He's a valuable player. Yes, 
Yeah, yeah. Injuries, injuries, injuries. The story of last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's as we sure. as we look ahead now to this uh, this Illini team, um, you know, it's fairly set. Still, a couple of um, of scholarships out there. Um, you know, wh- who who they, do they need to add? I mean, you know, another big man. Do they go for still a, another point guard or Brad? What are you? What What are the winds telling you? Yeah, I think they need another guy. They need another big guy. They need a guy who can play some five, who can play, even if it's not, a, you know, more than 10, 15 minutes a game. Um, and I, I know that they like in certain matchups. They like, they saw, you saw it last spring, Coleman Hawkins playing a little five at times um, that, that worked. And I know they were okay with that, but I, they also, you know, Dane danger. They're extremely high on as a five man, but five guys, generally speaking, centers don't play like, you know, Kofi, there were games he's playing 35 minutes a game, but most of the time, guys don't play 35 minutes a game. Foul trouble, fatigue, whatever it is. So you got to have another body there. And, and and I don't think they're ready to turn that backup big man roll over to Brandon Lee. So they're looking for a guy who can come in and, and be physical and, and rebound and play that role um, on a team that's in the Big Ten. And then the other, the, other, the other scholarship could be like a project or a guy who's coming in and needs a year to develop. Yeah, and I, I really like the idea of, of holding one. You know, it, it's hard to describe to people, but you've got 200 minutes in a college basketball game, and it's really hard to play 13 guys. Um, and if you have that 13th scholarship out there, with today's transfer happy uh, collegiate athletes, if you want to call it that, um, you know, you get a guy like a Dane Danger, you or or you might be able to get somebody who could play immediately if there's no injury bug, and you just don't know who is going to become available. And again, I think it's almost impossible to play 13 guys. So if, if Coach Underwood was to say, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold that 13th scholarship strategically back if I need any personnel changes during the season, um, I would actually give him a thumbs up and say that's a very uh, good way to use that resource. You know, and, and to your point, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Brad, but, but the Brandon Lieb scholarship, the scholarship he took, could have gone, would have gone to Mac Etienne, who is a four-star, five-star center, winds up at UCLA, hasn't developed yet because of injuries the way that, that we thought he might. But if Lieb isn't here, Etienne could be that guy and might be your starting five next year. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see how it all plays out. You know, I mean, you just never know who's going to be in that role, and you didn't have a scholarship available for him. So now you're, you're wishing maybe you did, although he did get – he did get in trouble. Didn't he spit on a fan or something yeah, like that? Yes. Didn't that happen? His accuracy uh, was apparently better. That doesn't better. affect his play yet. Yeah, he was a better spitter than shooter. So, I mean, everybody has a role. <laughs> well, when people thought he was accurate from three-point range, they didn't realize that it was loogies. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's like it's right out of the Seinfeld episode exactly. the second spitter is that roger mcdowell yeah. <laughs> there was a second spitter the magic loogie <laughs> uh, we're making references to 25 years ago and people are like huh uh, what's a what's a seinfeld so good exactly <laughs> thank oh, god for syndication the there we have a chance said, that's right the scouting report said he's a great shooter i didn't know <laughs> the dog yeah. Newman. I, I do like but i, I knew that's that's where I think Coach Underwood, you know, he talked about this 
on your podcast last year, Brad, which was, you know, how to play the portal. And I do think he is, he's kind of a couple things. One is he's willing to kind of learn from, from his experience. And then the second thing is he's willing to think a little bit out of the box. And I, 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 I'd love to see that if there's a coach in America who, who really plays a 13 person roster. And to me, I'd always have that 13 scholarship just in case. Talking here, Illini basketball here on the Sports Spectacular. This segment presented by Busey Bank, a quick timeout, more hoops talk here on the Sports Spectacular. Coming up next. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future, and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and is much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships, build community, and build your career at Busey Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Have a business you'd like to promote right here? To advertise on the Sports Spectacular, reach out at info at IlliniGuys.com. And use the passion of the Illini guys to reach your audience. That's info at IlliniGuys.com. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation 303-957-3092 that's neon rain at 303-957-3092 or visit them at neonrain.com you're listening to the sports spectacular powered by illiniguys.com on the illini guys radio network now let's get back to the studio the Illini guys here, Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy, as we continue here in this first weekend in June, talking Illini basketball now that we've got the roster almost set, probably still another addition or two to come. Let's talk about the guys coming in now. Brad, I, I don't know where you start in terms of who's the most impressive ad, but one guy that we have not talked about much, but you talk about every single week, be it on air or during commercials, is Ty Rogers. Yeah, I'm a big Ty Rogers fan. I mean, Sky Clark obviously gets a lot of publicity and well-deserved. He's a great player, but, um, you know, and Ty Rogers, though, is a kid who is just, you see him now, USA Basketball, he's made the final 13 uh, for the USA team that's going to play in June. Um, So uh, at the FIBA America thing. So he's he's just such a good player. Um, Underwood actually told me, the other day he said just so you know ty rogers is a stud i mean like just like that just like that i'm like well i i know i know you don't have to tell me i know he goes he goes i watched a workout today Woo! and and so um but yeah he's just dynamic he can play anywhere you know i mean you can have him run the run the point essentially as a point forward almost like a scotty pippen role you can have him play a power forward you know like a draymond green type role you can have him do everything because he's he's versatile he's six six or six seven he's athletic he's got strength he's got quickness laterally he can run the floor 
you know, the big question on him is shooting the three and, and obviously he needs to get better at that, but he's a good free throw shooter. He's a guy who can shoot from the mid range. So I, I think that as he develops, he's going to add that to his, to his uh, game. And um, I, I don't see him being around a third year at Illinois. So um, he's going to be a really good player for the Illini over the next couple of years. Yeah, he is. He's one that is just exceptional. You could, you know, I had the opportunity to see him play last spring down here in Dallas. And over the course of the summer, he was one of the three best defenders that I saw playing AAU ball. And, and, and it, you know, him, Jairus Walker, Anthony Black were pretty much ahead, head and shoulders above everybody else. And uh, Rodgers was interesting because he could take the heat off of their guards because he could bring the ball up and, and, and not to throw any cast dispersions, but they didn't have the greatest guards last year. So, um, you know, Rodgers was a real weapon for that team. Uh, the other one that I did not get to see play, but I've seen on film, is uh, Mr. Epps looks like he could literally score if you blindfold him. Uh, he's got a little Luke Skywalker in him, you know. It's like bagging womp rats, rats you know. Um, it, you could Maybe you can tell us a little bit, Brad, because I know you've seen him play a few times. But, man, on video, his ability to score the basketball is amazing. Yeah, he, he can score from all three levels, whether it's shooting threes. He can shoot threes off the bounce, too. It's not just a catch-and-shoot guy. Um, he can also put the ball on the floor, get into the mid-range, hit floaters. He And what my favorite thing about Jaden Epps, though, is although he's 6'1", six 6'1", six six the guy has a what, what I like to call the layup package. Like, he can shoot a layup with an extension. He can get you on his hip and shoot a layup, you know, under go under you. He can go around you. He can shoot like a – he has a little – like a, a little hook shot that he shoots with yep. either hand, like around the rim, like almost the guy just has the, a package, a score. He's a scorer. He's a great scorer. But the thing that I like about him is how he's developed it. And, you know, I remember Chester Frazier um, telling him one time I was talking to Jaden and he said, you know, coach Frazier told me just be myself. And that means score. But you saw him in high school last year um, where he decided to be more, he can be a distributor too. There were games when they're, winning by 30 points where he'd have 12 points, but he'd have seven assists. That's a guy who understands what it means. And then they're in a tight game when they need him. He scores 30. That's a guy who can score, not a guy who scores when they win by 40. Right, right. Big question I have going into the season, because it looks like it could sit, if you added one more big man, you do need more depth up front. It appears that Brad Underwood is willing to go into the season with two, two freshmen at the point. Um, is that where you see this team going right now? And, and are these two able to, to carry the load? Do you think for the entire season and, and make those good decisions? Yeah, I think, you know, Sky Clark's, he's a special talent when he's healthy. If he's completely healthy by the fall and they expect him to be, he's an elite shooter. He's an elite ball handler. Um, and he, he is a very high basketball IQ. So he's going to be great running a team. You have guys like Ty Rogers who can handle the ball. You're going to have guys like even, even Coleman Hawkins is a good ball handler. You have, um, RJ Melendez showed himself as a, the ability to put the ball on the floor and deck it. Um, and you know, that's not, we're not even counting Matthew Meyer and Terrence Shannon, also guys who can create off the bounce. So you have a ton of guys who can create offense. And I'll be honest with you, last year, everything went through Kofi. But let, let's be realistic. Outside of Curbelo, who was hurt and concussed and all those things, who else could create for themselves, much less for others? 
Now you got a bunch of guys who can get their own shot. You give them the ball in an isolation situation, they can score. And that's something that Illinois didn't have a year ago. Yeah, and even even look at a guy like Sincere Harris, who um, has some physical skills that are pretty darn amazing. If you watch any of his films from his junior year, you know, he was on the court with Malachi Branham, and there were games that he looked like the better player. I'm not saying all the games, but here's a guy that, that people really aren't even talking much about, and he's got the skill sets to occasionally eclipse a guy who's projected to go in the first round. I'll tell you one more thing about Sincere Harris. Adam Fletcher, they do athletic testing, and they've been on campus, and he said, uh, he told Underwood, he said, he's the best athlete that they've had since they've been there. I mean, like when it comes to running, jumping, lateral quickness, explosion, fast twitch muscle fiber, he's just the best athlete they've had. So he needs to get stronger, but upside is tremendous. Yep. And we're just beginning. <laughs> That's what's exciting about all this is that, yeah, give me a year to develop and, and then look out. So, and we haven't even talked about, like you said, RJ Melendez and so many other guys, Luke Goody is a guy that had such a great freshman yep. year and uh, he'll be fighting for minutes too. Fun time to be an Illini fan. Quick time out right now. We're Illini football fans as well. And the Illini guys will hear from Brett Bielema and look at uh, the gridiron. Hard to believe now, less than 90 days away from the season opener. We'll talk football coming up next on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Hey, this is Mike Small, the golf coach of your Fighting Illini men's golf team, and you're listening to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, the Illini Guys here in the Sports Spectacular. Football coach Brett Bielema was one of the main attractions as the Illini tailgate tour landed in the Quad Cities a few days ago. Took some questions from reporters. Let's listen in, and we'll talk about it on the other side. He uh, begins here talking about how important it is for uh, these recruits uh, to, to get a chance to see him when they visit campus. Well, if we want them, we like them, I'm going to be involved, I can promise you. Um, I don't think you can get to where you want to be uh, without trying to, you know, as a head coach, build a relationship. And then it's things like people always think about it's recruiting. To me, it's development, right? Like, so there's never been a time in college football where it's as important to develop your roster and relationships with them. I tell my coaches all the time, like, we all grew up in this world where it's been a non-portal world, and now in the portal world that you exist, it's it's easy for a kid to say, I'm leaving if he doesn't care, right? And if you have a relationship with a young man uh, that, that, that goes beyond just a game of football, it's it, it, it comes back to reward you tenfold, I think. And as we build this thing and get better and better, that's the part I'm going to count on. What are you after the future yeah. coming up, having a year of notes of a body of work yeah. Huge for two reasons. First, I know it better, right? And then also, we know a lot of times when those guys hit campus last year, it was the first time we'd ever met them. You know, now most of these kids, I've already sat down with them in my office. I want to say the first weekend, we may have had like 16 guys, and I believe 15 to 16 have already been at least once, if not twice. Uh, so we kind of have a, a perspective and a, a bag of, of history before they hit campus. So that's huge. Uh, we use a lot of things that we felt did well last year, but as, a, as in the case in any business, we did a lot of uh, post-signing uh, uh, screening and what did we do well, what didn't we do well, and we build off of that. And then we steal from our competitors, right? Uh, uh, the, just this world that we're in right now, technology, uh, there's been a lot of changes since last fall or last June uh, on what can take place on an official visit, what you can do uh, from a technology standpoint with kids that are very, it's very important. And my least favorite part of Officially, the weekend is the photo shoot. It's their favorite part, right? Um, so there's a lot of growing there. 
What is your thought process on the uh, transfer portal? I mean, that's changed the world of college athletics. Yeah, it, it literally, uh, and to me, I find it one of the most intriguing parts of my job every day, right? Like, uh, there were days where you'd get, you know, 100, 200 kids in a portal. Uh, we'd screen them, look through them. I try to hit every, every kid that gets in the portal, we try to watch, uh, lay eyes on him that day uh, to make sure we're not missing something that can make us better. Um, that's on the receiving end of it, right? On the giving end, we, we've been fortunate. You know, we've lost some kids, but it's not anybody that's really been a huge factor in our playing time uh, to this point. But i got to be cognizant and aware that it could happen very quickly. Uh, but literally, it changes all the time. Our roster is getting pretty close to being full. Uh, we get an 85-man roster that gets rewarded on a literally in a, uh, on a daily basis. And uh, once that's full, then it's on the retention, right? Because like even in today's world, uh, there was a little bit of a shocker in our conference today of a kid that entered the portal, right? So like there's there's things that you just have to expect the unexpected in today's world. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally uh, something. I, I, I literally had a phone call with Nike the day I took the job. Um, found out the parameters and the ground rules of what I could do, right? Uh, because of COVID, it hamstrung it a little bit. Uh, obviously, you saw the changes last year that I made to the helmet. They allowed me to adjust the helmet. I put an eye on the leg. Um, but we have new uniforms for next year that we will have full go for next year. That, that in 223, you know, I can't. I can't. Even if even if I was here, they couldn't have adjusted their uniforms for 2022. They just weren't allowing it. You you can't just come in and change their pitch production. And really, in today's world, even with NIL, like our kids are getting can get rewarded for their jerseys, right? And so there's some dynamics that have gone through that are even crazier now. But we will have, and they're not going to be shocking. A lot of people recognize uh, some of the look, but uh, I think in today's world, kids like uniforms and they like change, and uh, we'll be a little bit more than the norm than the, than the abnorm. Uh, but we will have new uniforms in 2023. Speaking of uh, NIL, um, how's that, I guess, impacted both uh, recruiting for you and yep. then the, you know, the, the players on your roster trying to, you know? I've said this, whether I was talking to Josh Whitman or our fan base or our recruits, um, it literally changed overnight. And in, in, in the signing class that we finished in December, literally had zero conversations about NIL in relation to signing with us and last year's signing class, right? And the effects of NIL and where it is. Um, we went on break during the month of December and January, came back in January, and every conversation uh, is about NIL, right? And, and obviously you're not allowed to induce or, or entice uh, through the NIL world, but it's floating out there. What we concentrate and what we talk about is what our current players are able to do and what they have done, and also a little bit of what we expect where we're moving to. I personally want to you know, kind of treat everybody the same as a baseline and see where we go from there, but. Uh, it's a little bit of a work in progress, but it's a. There's never been a time in college football, college athletics, that can change probably the direction of a program in a short amount of time as the NIL provides. Do you worry that that can hurt? I guess you know the chemistry in the locker room and all of those kinds. One hundred percent, right? I think we talk pretty openly about it. I don't have a lot of, uh, you know, elephants in the room. I, I, I attack it head on and really, you know, make sure that people are upfront about what we can do, what we can't do, why people have gotten certain things. Um, you know, and that's just, I think, as a, as a head coach, you got to make that decision. I'd much rather talk about it than not talk about it. That's when it comes back to be a problem. Do you think it's even the playing field versus, like, the powerhouses, the Alabamas, the LSUs? Now with the NIL, does it even the playing field a little bit? I think, I, I, I think that uh, college athletics is very unique in the fact that everybody has the same number of scholarships, but there really hasn't been parity in college football for a long time, right? Like, there's, it's hard to replace 50 years of history, 100 years of history, um, I remember the last time I was in this league as the other head coach up north uh, at the University of Wisconsin, 
they did a 25-year outlook, right, over the last 25 years. And the winningest program in the Big Ten at that time was Ohio State. Second was Wisconsin. But the outside world perceived it to be really Penn State, uh, 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 Ohio State, Michigan, and, and Nebraska because they had won national championships. But the perception is always a little bit different than reality. Uh, but it's hard to erase a lot of a lot of success. It's been there a lot of years. Yeah. Has that changed at all over the course of the last four months? As far as portal and NIL, or? Oh, heavens yes. Um, not just in state. I think our in state reception has been outstanding. Like, um, and, and it's gotten to the point now that if if we don't get to someone quick enough, they're like, "Where you been?" Right? Like, so it's it's uh, that's a positive thing. I was very strong with Pat Hamilton and our, our staff. We came in talking about what we're going to do with Illinois. We did it. Now we got to make sure we back it up, right? Because it's easy to fall off or trend away. Um, but in reality, we're actually pushing even further. So that part's there. But I would also say we're probably figuring out. You know, we're really strong in Jersey. We're strong in, in Florida. We're, we're trying to get stronger in Ohio. Uh, you know, we're going to go in and pick our fights in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa, uh, just because you know the border, uh, the surrounding area. Uh, St. Louis, we got to continue to get stronger. Um, but uh, uh, I think we're figuring out who we are in Illinois a little bit better than anything. Brett Bielum is just a guy that gets it, isn't he? I mean, you just really like the way he's uh, heading up the program and going into the, you know, goes to these areas and answers questions. These reporters just makes you like love Illinois football all of a sudden again. Like it's like I, I have I believe, and uh, obviously he's got a great resume that he's in the Big Ten. So, uh, man, fun fun times. Yeah, and he's got that presence, and he knows how to he knows how to project an image that um, you know basically shows that while the team hasn't won yet, the confidence and the planning is there to turn that into reality. So that that is that is a fantastic thing. And of course, he also found out that uh, if you unleash Ked on a, a, a couple parents. Ked's going to talk their ear off and find out all sorts of things. So uh, uh, Ked got a chance to sit sit next to Coach's parents and um, got a lot of really interesting stories about a younger Brett. So I, I can't wait for Ked to share those on a podcast sometime soon. The mom whisperer, Kedrick Prince. Yes. We'll talk to him here in a few minutes. That's exactly right. Something too, it's interesting. Uh, we already had one football commit whose parent signed on to IlliniGuys.com a week before a second recruit who is not committed, his parents also has signed on to IlliniGuys.com and joined. Coincidence? I don't know. We'll see. Hey, more football coming up. Bielema is already building his 2023 class with some commits in the past several days and a crucial time as football camps open next week. Matt Stevens of IlliniGuys.com is here to talk about it. That's next on the Sports Spectacular all along the Illini Guys radio network. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions. 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, 
we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Our Game Changers segment presented by OSF Healthcare. Brett Bielema changing the game of recruiting for Illini football in his second spring on campus. Let's talk pigskin with IlliniGuys.com football writer and analyst Matt Stevens. Uh, Matt, good to have you back here on the show. Tell us about the recent commits here in the, in the past week or two. You know, what a difference from, from a year ago. It's clear that Bielema really has his guys and his system now entrenched and everyone's working hard. Yeah, Larry, when you talk about the last two commitments, they're, they're definitely Brett Bielema guys. Um, TJ McMillan out of Wheaton St. Francis, his dad's the high school coach there, had a long arena football league career um, and uh, is coming from a family. His, his brother, older brother, played at Iowa State, who's now the linebackers coach for Jerry Kill over at New Mexico State. Um, just comes from a family of, of players. I think he's, he's exactly what Brett Bielema looks for in an offensive lineman, especially an interior offensive lineman. They think he can play center and guard. And then earlier this week, you saw, um, you know, a, a, a big time recruit out of the Hunt School, Zachary Amland. Um, you know, again, Andy Boo's doing a really, really good job of providing that market out to, to Brett Bielema's program. And here's a 300 pound kid that they think can play both tackle and guard. They like to slot him in at tackle because that's exactly what he's going to play at the Hunt School this year is left tackle. And he will join um, in all likelihood, his high school teammate, Owen Anderson, who was an early enrollee commit at tight end this year for, for Illinois, they're, they're doing a really, really good job in that area of the country, whether it's at quarterback or, or at tight end or now at offensive line, getting some kids out of that area that haven't been before. But Brett Bielema is trying to secure and, and solidify that, that position group, offensive line, after everybody kind of rolls out after these super seniors. He needs, he needs a good foundational set after the five guys, five freshmen that came in in the 22 class. I could see them going after a couple of more offensive linemen in this 23 class just to get the foundation set for what they want in the future. Matt, it's always nice to get those early commitments. Of course, a lot of the evaluation and and camp, uh, or I guess the the evaluation happens in the camps that are coming up and also some more offers and some, it's part of a visit process, all these things. What, what do we got coming up? We got a bunch of camps coming up in the next uh, couple weeks. What do you got for us? June's a huge month for Brett Bielema's program. They've got all the all the prospect camps, the showcase camps that they've got. They've got the big. They've got basically what they call their big guy camp, offensive and defensive linemen in the middle of the month of June, um, and then you've got Brad your official visit season. Every weekend throughout the month of June, you're going to have kids rolling in for their official visits. This weekend is going to be re- um, is is really huge. Uh, you've got obviously your commits coming in. You've got you know you've got Fagan, Caden Faden coming in. Uh, you know Antoine Hayden from East St. Louis, the linebacker, and then Amland's actually going to come in from New Jersey this weekend. But you've got guys that they've been recruiting for a long time. Pat Farrell, the uh, you know uh, Russian from St. Rita High School, that is coming in this weekend. You've got you know Frederick Moore, the kid from Cardinal Ritter College Prep in St. Louis, coming in. And the big one is Malik Malik Easy from Simeon High School, who I got a chance to go see last fall when they played Mount Carmel. Um, and he's just a, an unbelievable athlete. They need him to get I, – I, they'd like to walk away 
from his visit this, this, this weekend with a commitment. It's a four-star wide receiver. It's a, it's a big need positional wise. He's a big talent that can come in and help them right away. And then they've got a new uh, visitor coming in this, this weekend. Um, and I don't know if he's going to be here the whole weekend, but I, I, and I just, you know, got off the phone with him earlier this week, but you know, there's, there's a, there, they might have a quarterback by the end of this weekend in this 23 class. And, you know, it's a kid out of Oklahoma uh, and it's, you know, Cal Sanford is, is, is a, is a kid that is, is really not getting recruited a kid out of Ardmore, Oklahoma. Um, and he's Illinois is only FBS offer right now, but he's going through what Bielema calls the Illini effect, which is if Illinois offers you, you start to see the, the train of offer offers from FBS schools and the phone calls from FBS schools immediately after Brett Bielema gets off the phone with you. Um, they, they'd like to be able to get this kid, you know, in, in the fold as, as early as possible. And, and uh, it's, it's an interesting recruitment. Cal Swanson is a, is a kid that is six foot three, but he's a dual threat quarterback. He's a little bit different than what they've recruited in the past. And that has to do with Barry Lunny being able to, you know, oversee that position group in terms of recruiting he'll be here this 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 weekend um at, at some and, and i think he's going to stay all, all three days so um they may leave with a quarterback commitment at the end of this weekend so we always talk about you know this recruiter that recruit what's coach bielma trying to accomplish what are what are the Illini staff trying to do to stand out from the other programs that are out after the same kids so they do it in a, I, I described it on the boards this week um, Mike, is that they do a, an interesting deal where it's not totally unique, but it reminds me a lot of, you know, professional baseball scouting. They have their local guys and they assign them areas that they feel familiar with that they've recruited for years. They built up relationships. But then if it's a different positional group than that local recruiter, you got to get that positional coach to be able to watch him too. And so that leads me to like Zach Amland, you know, you know, uh, Bart Miller's recruiting area is not New Jersey, but he had to go all the way out to the East coast to watch this kid play. So he could check the box on it. And so then once he checks the box on him, they go to coach B and then coach Bielema gives the final check Mark. And then as usually coach coach Bielema is the one that extends the offer to the player. It's been a little different at quarterback with Barry having a little bit of autonomy on who he wants to offer at quarterback, but um, they really do it in a, in a MLB scouting department where there's at least three guys that give their check, check, check on a kid before Brett Bielema pulls the trigger on an offer. Is there a, so Matt, as, as I kind of look at these different, as the guys there, you know, you talk about the process, what they're going through, what, what is the, what's a weekend like camp look like? What, how, how does this work? Are they, do they put these kids in one-on-ones against each other? Do they put these kids, or is it just position specific? What's it look like? Both. I think that they want to get a good indication of competition among obviously the preferred kids that they want to, that these are preferred invites that they have at these camps. And then they want to put them through what I think a normal positional group type of workout that they, that they're going to see, you know, if, 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 and when they were able to commit and sign with Illinois. So it's, it's, it's normal what you would normally see out of, out of a prospects camp, you know, they're going to run a 40, they're going to run, they're going to do all of these things. They're going to do all these individual stuff. But my, Brad, you, you, you kind of pulled it out there that when they start to get maybe one-on-one or start to do some competitive stuff, that's when you start to see the competitive juices flying. And that's when you start to see some offers fly out because you see the kids, the cream rise to the top in these type of camps. And those are the kids that usually walk away either already with offers or, or offers in hand. 
it is uh, just such a, <laughs> a different atmosphere from what we've had before. And it's exciting. You know, Matt, you've done a great job for Illini guys uh, covering all the spring sports, uh, jumping in for us, uh, baseball, softball, golf. Uh, we are back in football season with all the camps. We know you have a lot of stuff for us next week. Uh, enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Happy to do it, guys. Appreciate it. All right, Matt Stevens. So thanks so much. He is, again, our football writer and analyst for IlliniGuys.com. You can catch his stuff. Great work uh, each week on the website, IlliniGuys.com. This segment, by the way, presented by OSF Healthcare. Uh, so we talked a little football recruiting with Matt. Uh, how about some basketball recruiting? Kedrick Prince sidles up with his recruiting roundup. That's next. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys radio network. Do you like what you hear? Let the passion of Illini guys promote your business. The sponsors are signing up right now for the upcoming fall season and our ad space is limited. Shoot us an email at info at and find out how easy it is to reach diehard sports fans in 30 key markets in six states. That's info at Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. This is Jeff Alexander, assistant basketball coach for the Fighting Illini. You're listening to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. He's a man of many talents, recruiting analyst extraordinaire, former AAU coach. He's a mom whisperer without peer, and he brings the goods every week right here in the Sports Spectacular. Kedrick Prince, director of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com, left his 10-gallon hat at home today. I guess it means that he means business. Hey, Kedrick, good to have you here on the show. Missed you uh, last week as we all took the week off. Um, you know, a lot of buzz this week about, uh, and really this past several weeks, about Tim Anderson, um, the newest of the three assistant coaches for Illinois. You had a great podcast with him about a month ago. Um, talk about just, again, um, his impact. I mean, what he has done on the, on the recruiting trail, not just the high school kids, but even these guys out of the transfer portal, is, it's just been astounding. You know, when I asked him to be a guest on my podcast, you know, I just wanted to just talk hoops to see, you know, where the program was going and, you know, how things were going. And, I mean, holy smokes, it was it, it was great. I mean, he gave me more than, you know, than what I thought and what I knew. And it was just Tim Anderson is a difference maker. I just – I was in awe. And then after talking to him before the show, during the show and after the show, he made me want to go back and be in high school or train the transfer portal again. The guy's just – he's great with words, and he's extremely confident. And right now, you have to say – and, I mean, I would, you know, argue this with anybody. He's one of the – probably one of the top two assistants in the Big Ten as far as the recruiter's concerned because, I mean, he has landed four or five guys that are all in the top 100. I mean, who else can say that? Yeah, Tim, Tim has done a fantastic job in, in less than a year. Yeah, he's been on the staff for less than a year, if you think about it. He came on at the, after July last year. So it's been really amazing what he's done. Um, he has a great – he builds relationships. One thing when I – you know, when I talk to him, um, he, he's big on relationships, on getting to really in deep with kids and, and, and families and, and really getting to know them rather than casting like a wide net of – you know, 20 or 30 guys, he likes to focus on three or four guys and really, you know, create that bond. And, and it's obviously it's paying off for him. 
Yeah, and it seems like uh, not to forget Chester Frazier's out there making some uh, inroads as well. We have heard about a new name on the horizon, Amani Hansberry, a six foot seven power forward out of Washington, D.C. Ked, what can you tell us about this gentleman? You know, we've talked before, you know, on, on this radio show, um, there's some recruits that Illinois want, you know, players that they want. There's some recruits that they put feelers out there. This is a kid that they want. This kid is six foot seven, as you mentioned, Mike. And from my understanding, this kid could play some five at six, seven. The last six, seven guy I know who was dominant at Illinois was Lowell Hamilton back in the 80, in the, in the late eighties. And they think this kid has all the tools and the, the entire staff, I mean, he's getting full court pressure from everybody on the staff. So this is a kid, you know, that they want. They, you know, kind of feel that uh, Villanova and Pittsburgh are going to be the teams that are going to, you know, and actually Penn State may be a team that um, who may sneak in there. But they like their chances. But this is one that they want. And they want to get somebody in the class of 23. You know, they're still kind of waiting to put somebody in that class. They've done well in 22 and 24. So, you know, and I had a chance to talk to him earlier in the week. And, you know, he's definitely interested in Illinois. And he watches the games. And he's intrigued by what Underwood has done with guards and wings and, you know, how he uses his big. So I think the Illinois is in a good situation, good shape. They just got to get him on campus. Yeah, I got a chance to watch Hansberry uh, about a month ago in Indianapolis. Um, play a few games. He did a really nice job. He's he's a big kid. He's physical. He can, um, you know, he's six seven, but he probably he plays bigger. He's long. Um, probably plays more like six nine, six ten. Um, and I think he, you know, he could grow an inch or two. But I, the one thing about him is he's got really good hands. Uh, he's got good feet um for a kid his size and you get him with a fletch strength training program we talk about that a lot and this is a kid who's got a chance to be really good uh, down the road and they, there aren't a lot of bigs who are tough physical with a high motor in this class of 2023 so this is a kid that really would fit in, in that role well brad i was going to say to you that's one of the things that i know uh the university of Illinois is looking at there, in the class of 2023, there's just not a lot of big guys. And uh, I expect his recruitment to heat up because there aren't any and, you know, are any that are good enough to, to be difference makers. So this is why this is such a big recruit for them, you know, and I know coach Frazier is from that area. So the Baltimore area, so I know he's going to put the full court pressure on and, you know, for, and he's athletic, uh, another guy, you know, to what fans are going to see and get um, become accustomed to one of those guys who can run the floor and jump and he's strong. And I love the fact that he has a seven foot wingspan. I mean, that's going to be great if you can, if they can land him and put him out there on the perimeter to guard, to guard bigs. You know, one of the things we talked about that Brad Underwood has done differently than <clears throat> maybe any coach probably since Bill Self is um, really kind of doesn't focus on Chicago. I mean, you know, he doesn't really play the game, but there were having some kids out of there. Obviously, Io Jasumu is one of them. Um, but uh, Ken, he, he just offered a, a guard that got his attention out of Chicago this week. Brad's had a chance to see him play. So, Bradley, I'm, I'm going to pass this one on to you, buddy. Yeah, Dalen Davis, uh, six-foot six foot guard out of Whitney Young. He's, a, he's had a fantastic spring playing for the Mean Streets program. Um, and, and just as a kid who's made winning plays for them, um, they're a 17U team that was kind of overlooked, weren't seen as like a, a top, and they've done really well. Uh, they're going to qualify for the Peach Jam. He's He's been the leading reason why, um, and, and and he's just a dynamic point guard. And 
nowadays when you if you can put a you can have a six foot point guard if you've got all the athletic wings around them. And, and so that's where he would fit. You got all these six, 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 seven guys on the wing. You can have a six foot tall point guard. That's the, the issue you've had. You're right. You've got a six one point guard, but you've had a six one shooting guard. <laughs> and, a and, and a six one small forward. Exactly. And a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, we were we'll coming on the uh, top of the hour, so we'll leave it there. Unfortunately, uh, Kendrick Prince, always good to talk with you, and um, we'll talk with you next week. Thank you. Kendrick Prince, Director of Recruiting on IlliniGuys.com. You can catch his stuff on IlliniGuys.com. Free seven-day trial, by the way. Uh, things to do while you're sitting at the beach uh, this summer. Get caught up on all the latest recruiting news. Stay with us. Hour number two is up next. And the Hall of Famer, Illini great David Williams, joins us next. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. It's the Sports Spectacular, the show rapidly coming up on a year in existence. Hard to believe that we'll celebrate that here in a couple of months. Uh, our next guest has been a friend of the show since its beginning. We are proud to say College Football Hall of Famer, arguably the greatest receiver in Illini history, and he is an Illini guy. David Williams, sir, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. What's good in Southern Cal these days? Uh, watching watching my kids uh, play travel ball and high school ball just kill it. It's just awesome to watch. On Facebook, it's been fantastic to see. Um, it looks like the uh, the kids athletically uh, they aren't far off from their dad, are they? No, luckily I'm happy about that. So you know, I, we put in a lot of time to get them where they are with training and, and, and working them out and batting cages and stuff. And they love playing. So it's, it's, I finally get to see what my parents saw, right? When you watch your kid out there excelling and you just like beaming with pride, it's just awesome to see. Yeah. See, Mike's kids tried to not have his athleticism. So that was the opposite. <laughs> they tried the opposite way, but you know, thank God they were like, successful. Right. <laughs> right. Somebody got to get the jeans. <laughs> David, have you, uh, <laughs> Mike's, Mike's wife, definitely the talent there. So, yes. um, David, have, how's the, uh, what are you, you're from a, obviously from a distance, but what are your thoughts on where the Illini programs, uh, football programs going right now, um, with their, you know, kind of after the spring game and the, the recruiting that they've uh, pulled together? I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. <laughs> I'm, I'm hopeful that we will put out on the field a product that will make us alumni proud. Um, I, I'm not going to get over excited because every time that happens, they let me down. <laughs> and, and, and they went out and got a new coach. And uh, I, I, I think he, he did what he wanted to do his first year. But the second year, he has to make some major strides. We are on a side where we don't have you know, the Ohio State and Michigan, we get to duck some of the big boys, so we should put up quality wins. We should put up wins. We should beat Nebraska and Minnesota and, and battle with Wisconsin. We should – Indiana. We should beat all those guys. So, you know, if I look at a schedule, I go, okay, Purdue, Wisconsin. You know, those are guys that I always thought was – we're supposed to beat those guys, right? You know, you figure – Iowa, Penn State, and Michigan, those guys, those should be the test. But that's just coming from me, right? 
So I was having lunch with Dick Buckus a couple of weeks ago, and we were hoping we could get to eight wins, nine wins again, because this four and five stuff is driving me crazy. <laughs> now, now, when you ate with, with Dick, um, did you guys figure out who the GOAT was in Illinois football between the two of you? Uh, no, that's, that's a respect thing, right? Yep. <laughs> that's a respect thing. I would never bring that up to Dick Buckus because to me, right. It's him and red. I, I, I read it. I, I had a, I saw a list one day where they listed the, the goats of, of Illini football. And I was third. I was cool with three because you got <laughs> red Grange, You got Dick Buckus. Then you got me. I'm good with three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, pretty, pretty anything, good company to keep. That's pretty good company to keep. Right, usually. right. But anything over three, Greg Grange and Dick Buckus, uh, that ain't realistic. But three, yeah, I'm cool with three. <laughs> now, if I wasn't three, I'd have been pissed. Yeah. I was good with three. Hey, David, when we ranked the hosts of Illini guys, Mike was third as well. Okay. okay. But if yeah. I was fourth, I would have been pissed. Yes, right. <laughs> you've been fourth. Right. He would like have been you, pissed for his fourth. Right, but you automatically get three because you was rocking a mullet. Mullet exactly, exactly correct. Exactly you correct. You don't get to be one or two with a mullet. Sorry. That's no, right. Brad had a mullet too. It's just that uh mine were very subtle. I, I did not know I had no perm in my mullet. Let's be right, clear. Right, right. He said he permed it like Eric Dickerson. I caught that. I, hey, exactly. look. I saw it too. I wore you, number 19. You, you did in Eric high school. Dickerson with you do know Eric Dickinson was black, right? Yeah, yeah. I wore number the, nineteen in high school because of what Eric. What the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing perming your hair though? It looked fantastic, man. You, it was styling and profiling. David, I'm with you, man. A, a white guy with a Jerry with. curl, even if it was half a Jerry curl, R right? That just don't go. That, that just don't mix. That no, don't mix, Larry. Sorry, this is coming sorry. from Lando Calrissian over here. Come on, <laughs> that just don't go, Larry. That just don't go. I'm sorry. I'm not buying. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I just oh my talking with David some, some things that Mike just can't pull off that's right <laughs> so, no. I no. uh no. David I'm, I'm curious talking about the the the, the team <laughs> just, what, it's been a mullet kind of show hasn't it um right were, were you um the the way the Illini finished last season give you some optimism I mean this is a team that that was just a couple of plays away from qualifying for a bowl game uh which is something that that doesn't happen lately we've talked a lot about that Okay. Okay. Well, since you the guys that are radio Illini guy, I'm gonna have to buy into it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was look, I was, I was looking at some of those games, and I was not pleased. I mean, if you gotta, you gotta run the ball 50 times and put six linemen on the field, something's not working. So, but you know, that's what he needed to do to get a victory. So, okay. But hopefully, with some of those transfers coming in. We can field some some quality guys where he can spread it out, um, you know, because when you just load up the, the box with a bunch of big guys, the strongest team is going to win. Right. So if you did that a couple times, your opponents are going to prepare for that. Yeah, this is true. Right? Your, this is true. Your opponents are going to prepare for that. We got to win and nobody saw that coming. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, so, so they'll be ready. Every team will be ready from that from now on. Yeah, need some uh, some different things uh, here uh, coming up here in the 2022 season, starting with Wyoming here. 
uh, about two and a half months away. Hey, we are talking with David Williams, the uh, Illini great receiver. And we talked about, again, the golf tournament that he's planning coming up here in August, uh, right before that season opener against Wyoming. A quick timeout. More with David and with Ryan McClure as well. He's done a lot of work to put this thing together. That's right after this on the Sports Spectacular. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it. If your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you, too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. We continue now with the Illini legend, David Williams, headlining his first annual golf tournament coming up here in August. Uh, David still on the line with us. Also joining us is Ryan McClure, a local businessman here in um, in the Muhammad area, uh, just outside Champaign, of course. Guys, uh, uh, let's start first with uh, where did this idea begin? Well, Ryan, Ryan reached out to me about some uh, autographs and things like that, and then we kind of clicked with our friendship and things like that, and then... I don't even know how it came up, but it came up and I mentioned it and I always wanted to do it. And it was always in the back of my mind, but I didn't know if I had, if people would have been interested to being a part of it. So I never tried to do anything. And I mentioned it to Ryan and Ryan thought it'd be a good idea. I think he put out a few fillers and, and we had a good response. And then he took the ball and just started rolling. Yeah. Follow up a little bit, David, said he went to do a golf outing and he said David said I don't know where to go and when to do it and luckily my best friend is the general manager of Lakeland's golf course so I texted him and had the golf course reserved in about 15 minutes that same day <laughs> that's yep. it's always always a good time there you know you can it, what do you guys I mean talk about like what your goal is you know with this with this golf outing and what your goal is to 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 accomplish with this well our charity that we're um everything that's going toward is the pediatric intensive care unit at Carl hospital. Um, they're about, it's a newly established part of the hospital. It's about two years old now. And all the money that is going to be raised is going to go everything for inside the, um, in unit itself is going to have with beds with scales in it for kids It's going for, you know, furniture for, uh, for the parents who can sleep in the rooms and some other things like that, just creature comforts and just helps make things more comfortable for the parents and the children while they're in that unit. It's awesome. Yeah, that, that is fantastic. Um, are there any uh, celebrity or any guests lined up that'll be there uh, besides obviously the, the goat? Well, we how got, about we this? Got the, we got the how about this? Goat. Yes, we got we got Dana Howard. Whoa. We got Kenny Battle. We got Dion Thomas. We got Keith Byers from Ohio State. We got Ricky Foggy from Minnesota. Keith Byer just went into the Hall of Fame in 2022, 21. Uh, we have, who else we have? We got Mo Cam Gardner. Benson coming, uh, Mo Gardner. We have Don Thorpe, Big Ten, 1983 Player of the Year. Um, we got Keith Taylor on my Rose Bowl team. Uh, who am I missing, Ryan? 
Craig Swoop and D Brown so far. Yes. Yeah, so we have a uh, we have an all star cast, and uh, all the guys. Once I mentioned it to them, they all wanted to be a part of it. Um, and, and you know, some of them said, "Well, I don't golf." I said, "Just come be a part of it. Hang around with guys. Hang hang with a group. Follow a group." hit a tee shot, whatever, and everybody was all on board. So um, it was, it's nice, it's nice being a person where I've never called anybody, asked anybody for anything. So when I called them, they, everybody said, let's do it. Keith Byers ruined a date for me because yeah, when yeah. He, I was at Giordano's Pizza. You're just blaming Kim. Trust he me, scores. It wasn't no, him. no, no, no. He scores. Remember he, when he lost the shoe and scored the touchdown against Illinois? Yeah, yeah. totally it put me in a bad mood, him. and the date just went downhill from there. Yeah, all because still of wasn't Keith him. Byers. No, Keith Byers. How, about, no, no. how about this though? It's probably we that mullet. Up. It was the it was the curly mullet. <laughs> that mullet that, right, that, right. that ruined his date more than Keith Byers. <laughs> he, <laughs> she just did clean. She and, just didn't tell him. Yeah, she just didn't tell <laughs> exactly. him. Exactly, curl mullet. She goes, I yeah. made a white guy with a jerry curl. Right, yeah. right. Okay, true story about that Ohio State game. Yep. We're, we're winning 21-0. Yep. Somebody hits Craig Swoblade. Craig's turn around and punches him. Gets kicked out of the game. We up 21-0. Yep. And after that, all hell broke loose. On that run, Craig would fill a hole like Dick Buckus. Yep. So – a lot of those runs that Craig that, that Keith Byers broke, Craig would have been hitting him in them holes. We had a backup dude that never played, and he was never making those plays. Well, then Craig owes me a pizza. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Apparently a date. So prepare, prep him when he comes to town. You know Mike's going to hit him up for pizza. You know that, right? Right. Yeah. Right. That'll be a reversal of our roles. They're going to. They're to discuss what their mullets were like yeah, back right. in the day. You know, like, hey, it's, yeah. it's still – it's almost 40 years went by. I'm still pissed at Craig for getting kicked out of that game. <laughs> but apparently, I should be too because Keith Byers looked fantastic that game. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I'm sure you did too in the, in the Pizza Hut with your mullet. No, no, no. No Pizza Hut. <laughs> it, was, it was either hey, Giordano's or Papa Del's. And, okay. and by the end of the game, he was alone with he. He was him and his mullet alone. <laughs> and the vestiges of a pizza box. David, right. David and Ryan, tell us uh, how much does it cost and 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 how can people sign up? Well, um, right now the foursomes is five hundred dollars each. It's one hundred twenty-five dollars per person. Uh, if you want to sponsor a hole and you get it and you have a foursome, it's seventy-five dollars. Um, if you want to sponsor a hole, otherwise it's a hundred dollars. And there are other sponsorships available. Um, I have it out on the Illini memorabilia page. It's all on my Facebook page, which is Rhinos Collectibles. Um, it is on the Illini guys as well. And um, if anybody needs more information, they can contact me at rynosfsc at gmail.com. Or they can uh, get a hold of me through Facebook or any other way. They, they know how Instagram, Twitter. I'm on all of them right now. So, Wait, but it's. Some, somewhere somebody is writing this, so repeat that email address one more yeah, time. Sorry about that. It's R-Y-N-O-S-F-S-C at gmail.com. All right. And, that and, is and, on, and, uh, and since I'm a great, great uh, friend of the show, 
we're gonna need uh we're gonna need our golf tournament on the first page and not that other wherever the hell y'all put us last time. <laughs> we, we we're gonna give you lots of love. We're gonna give you lots of love. Okay, yeah, you had us on the other story. I'm like, come on, then my guys, they can't put us on the back <laughs> oh, no. page. We we it, yeah, we we had you on basketball, put you on other, but we're trust me. I didn't play I didn't play basketball. Well, I know but that's where it was. That's where the that's where the golf was. It was on basketball. I'm like, it shouldn't be on basketball, it should be on football. But we'll get it on there. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You when can't I come fool Larry, man. You cannot right. fool Larry. I knew, okay. I knew. And, David, and when I come to town, and when I come to town, I want a headset, and I'm gonna do a show with you. We we will have you on. Trust. You know I'll be on. You know I'll be on anytime you want. I know, I know. And we 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 are we're gonna have you on more often. We'll be able to have so much fun with you. You know that. There's no question. But no. But seriously, it is. Um. Uh. I want to say this, and and and. Uh, you know, first a joke and then all seriousness. Literally, David texted me like that day. He said, man, I thought it was part of the family. I said, we're, we're you good? We, we've got you. Trust me, we've got you. No, David, <laughs> no, you're a great friend. And we are we're thrilled with what you're doing. Ryan, uh, partnering with you, what you guys are doing. We support you 100 percent and we'll do everything that we can to make sure that we put keep this front and center. Um, everyone who is in town for the weekend, make sure you make plans to be out there and join David and all the guys he mentioned. Uh, for this tournament, because again, it's a charity um, going to a fantastic cause. And again, it's on August 26th. That's a Friday, 11 a.m. shotgun at Lake of the Woods in Muhammad. <clears throat> and again, the, it's early June. So we will be talking to you guys again um, as we get closer because it's important everyone come in and support in what will be a, an outstanding weekend. We will be in town also. So we'll be um, you know out and about and uh, you you just you may see us on the course. You know. Just- I, I would like to say one thing. Um, D Brown has offered for one of our auction prizes to come down and play 18 holes with somebody after the tournament or next year. Nice. So that's going to be one of the auction prizes that we're um, we're going to be auctioning off. Nice. So we have a lot. We're going to have a lot more out there too. We've got stuff coming from Will Hamilton and um, uh, Marcus Liberty. Hopefully, Nick Anderson will be on board here real quick. So. We got quite a few people who are going to be uh, sending stuff in for us for prizes and raffles and everything else. Awesome. Eddie, jo- Eddie Johnson is going to be a part, but we're still trying to work on that to make sure his calendar is still free. Yeah. If his calendar is free, Eddie's going to come. If if not, I told him I told him he got an open spot if he's going to come. So he's going to try. Very nice. Guys, I, I did a celebrity tournament in Mattoon for five years. I know what you're facing. Um, <laughs> it is, it, it, <laughs> It's a thankless job, but uh, I know the passion you guys have for this. And so uh, we tell you again that we support this 100%. Hey, David Williams, Ryan McClure, thanks so much uh, for joining us here on the show. And we look forward to talking to you again, and, and we'll see you in August. Thank you, Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Appreciate care, it. Give me, a call if, give me a call when you guys need me, guys. We will. We will definitely talk okay. to you soon. All right, David, he is the, he's the GOAT. Well, he's the, the third GOAT, actually. And, on uh, your show, I'm, I'm number one. But on number one on that's this true. show, the number one this show. Yeah, is, yeah, that's for yeah. sure. And Red Grange hasn't returned my text. I don't know why. We'll work on that. I'll get back to. It. I'll get him. Guys, thanks so much. Uh, hey, we got to take a break right I now. I want to see that trick. We go. <laughs> we will hear from Illini women's basketball coach Sean Green <laughs> and one of her star players, the Illini gal Adelia McKenzie, joins us here next on the Sports Spectacular. Right after this, at Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and is much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships. Build community. 
and build your career at BC Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Hi, this is Larry Smith, proud native of Central Illinois. It's been an honor to have reported on the world's biggest sporting events for the past three decades. And as a lifelong Illini fan, it's a privilege to now be with IlliniGuys.com. My friends and I put this together with one goal in mind, to have the best Illini-centric website around. Great features, podcasts, insider stuff. I know a little something about telling athlete stories, and these guys know a lot about the Illini. It's a perfect match. Come over and check it out. IlliniGuys.com. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their products. Promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Last hour, we heard from Brett Bielema as he talked to reporters in the Quad Cities. Women's basketball coach Shauna Green was also there. Our Kedrick Prince began by asking her how it felt to be close to home. Oh, it's great to be back here. I haven't been back here in a little while since Christmas, actually. And uh, obviously, first time um, since I've been named the, the head coach here at Illinois. So super excited to get back in this area. I know I got some family and, and friends coming down today, so it'll, it'll be fun. So were you surprised when Coach Whitman, excuse me, athletic director Josh Whitman contacted you about the job? Did you have an idea or were you surprised? Uh, I mean, I didn't really, that stuff doesn't really phase me. So <laughs> when he contacted me, I was in the middle of season and, or not in the middle, the down, you know, the end of season, the last week or so. So, um, you know, I didn't, we talked a few times. Obviously, I was concentrated on finishing strong on our year. Um, and then he kind of turned it up right after uh, we lost in the state tournament. So what has it been like? I, I was you know, able to listen to your press conference when you got hired, and you were truthful, which a lot of people aren't when they get hired. It's a tough job. It really is. And what has it been like so far, I mean, you know, being with the new players and, and the job? No, no, I think, first off, I think every job's hard in its own way, right? Like, even at Dayton, like, we were winning every year, but the pressure, it was so much, and, and the expectations go so high. So every job has its own pressure in whatever way that is so um, you know like obviously they there hasn't been recent success here um, but I just I really focus on and our staff's focusing on the, the now and the present and what we do and what we're going to have um, and, and we've just hit the ground running you know we've signed, already signed you know five new players and, and the five people uh, from the team last year so I'm really excited about the group we have the core group and uh, ready to get this season going. One of the things that I really respect about you and Coach Bielema is that you guys talked about recruiting the state. Mm-hmm. A lot of coaches come in and say they can do it, but one of my jobs is, is recruiting, and, yeah. I, and, and it's different. I, I can see the difference. Is that going to be a tough sell to get these kids to stay home? You know, the, the state is obviously recruited extremely hard from all over the country, and we 
can't recruit everyone, but the top kids we're going to go after and we're going to go after them hard that fit what we're doing and fit our style. Um, and, and all it takes, I, the, the recruits from Illinois that I'm talking about, all it takes is one, you know, to, to say, hey, you know what, I'm doing this. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to represent my, my, you know, in-state school. And, and then I think the floodgates will kind of open and say, oh, she did it, so I can do it. So that's kind of where we're at, just selling the vision, selling, you know, what we believe we can do here. And, and a lot of people are open to hearing that. What can the fans expect from a style of play? I mean, I mean, everybody said they want to get up and down the court. Yeah. They say that and they don't do it. Is that your style? Or, I mean, I know you like to play defense because I saw you play Dayton when you played Illinois. Yeah. Um, so what is your style? Yeah, it starts with defense. We really simplify it. We say defend, rebound, and then we want to run and play fast in our transition, our Phoenix transition. So, But you can't play fast if you don't get stops. And if, you're, if other teams are scoring, it's hard to play fast off of made shots. So... Uh, we're going to hang our hat on our defense. We've been a top 15 team in the nation the last six years defensively, so we're going to carry that um, style over. And then you defend, you hold them to you know one and done, get clean rebounds. Now we're going to be able to play the tempo and the pace that we want to play at in our Phoenix transition. Okay, last question. Uh, the, the kids that you were able to keep, mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked to some of them. They've been on our radio show. Yeah. They love the transition. They love the new terminology. Yeah. How has the transition been with the new girls? I mean, excuse me, the girls that are still there. They've been unbelievable. You know, it, it's hard. Any transition's hard. And especially, like I told them day one, they didn't they didn't sign up to play for Shauna Green, you know. And, and I get that. So, um, But I give them so much credit for their work ethic, their their coachability. They have been bought in from day, day one. And they have shown a ton of improvement in a short time so I really I love that group um, they are workers and, and they believe in what we're doing and that's the number one thing well that was coach green and perfect timing this is Adelia McKenzie the star guard for the Illini women's team joining us now on her summer break she's the Illini gal Adelia how's it going hey everything's going well how are you doing fantastic fantastic I mean how but how's summer break we've been a couple of weeks since we've talked to you uh how are things back home in Minnesota Things have been going well. Just been in the gym every day. That's all I've been doing. I mean, hung out with some family members. You know, it's good to see the family. But just been working out. The, the coaches send us basketball workouts to do. And our strength coach have us do lifts and conditioning uh, every day of the week. Except for the weekend. So I've just been working out, getting better. Today, what's it like having, uh, you know, you're finally, you started at your workouts this spring with like four or five, and now you're, you're finally getting up to like a, a full, full, full team now. And, and what, how's that looking? I'm super excited. Like, uh, we all, you know, text each other, just make sure we're doing the workouts and staying locked in, but it's a really exciting thing. You know, we went from five and now we got the full roster. I'm just ready to get back and meet everybody and just, start workouts all together now the the one thing that i'm a little bit upset about is we saw on twitter those fantastic nails and yet none of us was invited to go get our nails done with you <laughs> that hurts adalia <laughs> no yeah uh, I, I think i'm gonna invite all you guys next time because i'm pretty sure y'all nails look a little janky <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Well, well, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. There is no, <laughs> no doubt about that. Did, did you did you ever tell us what pizza you got when you were in the Twin Cities? No, I didn't. But I do. You guys know Broadway pizza? Mm -hmm. So good. I, I had that like 
uh, four days ago with my grandma. Oh, sweet. Okay. That's yes. good pizza. I'm going to put, yep. Adelia, we, we can embarrass Brad and Mike right now. Guys, have you ever had a pedicure? <laughs> no. I Well, okay. I have, but it was performed by my daughter. Yeah, but. When she was, does that count? Does that count? Like, I, yes, mean, it I does. don't know if that counts. Like, yes, no, does. that doesn't count. No, like a, when your five-year-old says, you know, I'm gonna, hey, I'll give you a pedicure, and you're like, yeah. sure. How, how, how much are we betting now that Larry's had a Manny Petty multiple times? Oh, there's no doubt. That would, Look at him; that would he's be, a Manny Petty guy. <laughs> I'm Mr. Metrosexual. That would be true. <laughs> yes, he's, one he's, he is. One, he's a Manny Petty guy. One thing there's I'm no doubt about. Him. Look at him. <laughs> he's got the, his <laughs> smiles a, a mile wide right now. <laughs> he is. He's just thinking about the last good Manny Petty he had. <laughs> the last one I had was in D.C. like three years ago, and she actually like tore part of the nail out. Like I screamed like I was. Uh, well, oh, oh don't tell us you cried, Larry. Please don't tell us you cried. He cried at his Manny Petty. Adelia, what are we? What are we? Adelia, I'm so sorry. Adelia, we, sorry. we have to apologize to you, and you can take Larry for a Manny Petty. Just to kind of toughen him up a little bit. Yeah, I'll do that. There you go. There you go. But I think we need when you get back on campus, that's it. We're gonna have to, I think it's a it's a video segment we're at the do for Illini guys. It is uh Illini guy Brad and Illini guy Mike go with the Illini Galadelia to get their first Manny Petty. Yes, that sounds good. I think we got it. All right. This took hey, a weird turn. I can yeah. I, I can guarantee you there and there's no one that wants to see that. There's no one. I'm thinking Dumb and Dumber, like with the power saw, the, yeah. the power grinder. Very similar. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> that might be it. All right. Hey, we, we have managed to kill all of Adelia's time. Adelia, enjoy your time off. And uh, you'll go, I'm sure you're off the phone and wonder, what do I get myself into? Uh, we'll try to do better next week. Uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You guys are so funny. <laughs> Uh, love having her on the show of course Uh, thanks we'll talk to you next week hey still to come ken's conversation with 2024 illini commit morris johnson here on the illini guys sports spectacular powered by illiniguys.com you're listening to the sports spectacular powered by illiniguys.com on the illini guys radio network now let's get back to the studio right back here on the sports spectacular we're gonna leave that talk uh uh, behind before the commercial break, the uh, Adelia McKenzie, and we're we're not talking pedicures anymore. Let's uh, let's talk SEC football. Uh, Brad, something this week that that happened. Larry's uh, changing the subject. You see that? See, that's see Larry change the subject. See that? He wanted yeah, to get yeah. away Mr. from Mr. Mr. Manny Petty switches the subject. <laughs> squirrel is. Look, squirrel <laughs> over here. <laughs> SEC, Brad, you were telling me about um, some things that they're working on to try to make sure they get as many seats at the at the table as they can in the in the playoffs. Yeah, SEC uh, talking about doing their own playoff, uh, their own football playoff, and you know, crowning them the SEC champion. I guess I don't know, but I thought that was what the conference season was. It was the playoff. I don't I don't understand, but but here's the reality. The, what they don't want is they, they they want to make sure they get as many teams in this playoff when it expands. Because let's be honest, this playoff is going to expand. It's going to expand to six teams or eight teams or 12 teams. It's going to expand in the near future. They want to get as many seats at the table as they can get, as you mentioned. So what they're, they're playing this game, like we'll have our own SEC tournament. Now, from an Illinois standpoint, I'm thinking the SEC should go ahead and go have their own tournament. That's great because Illinois now has a shot. 
maybe they could get to be one of those other 12 teams that get in the playoffs. So there's hope people, but uh, you know, reality is it's just a game. I mean, it's, it's all politicking them. Um, and they said with an 18 play, they want a 12 team playoff because they want to make sure they get as many teams as they can with an 18 playoff. Basically every power five conference would get one guaranteed bid, which would mean the sec couldn't get more than if you give one to a non power five, and then that's that's six. Now the SEC can only get three max out of eight. They want to be able to get four out of eight. So that's why they don't want that uh, mandatory qualifier thing. Yeah, and and I think the twelve team playoff would be something that would even rival the NFL in terms of its its appeal. Um, I do think that for Illinois' sake, if we can get two, three, four years out of the East and West division. That gives Coach B the time to get this program up on solid footing. And then if the Big Ten wants to go to um, divisionless football and have the number one team versus the number two team, Illinois will be in excellent position to compete for number two because I'm not certain anybody's going to be trying to pass up Ohio State. But, um, you know, I, I think playing for time is what Illinois needs because Coach B just needs some time to get the right players in place. It's funny, Mike. I just asked Coach about that. Um, I asked him about that last a couple weeks ago, and he said that Coach B said that, um, you know, they were, they were fine with whatever they decided, whether it's divisions or having just, you know, top two teams playing in a playoff. He said he's, And he said no matter what they do, we're prepared for it. So I thought that was really good answers, like, we're fine. Um, but obviously I like divisions the way they're set up better too. So just, uh, just, we'll for, just for two, three more years. That's all I'm asking. I'm yep. just saying, play, you know, and, and then that's easy enough for, for uh, uh, AD Whitman to, to play that off as, Hey, we don't want to change things two or three times. So let's just see how things progress. And then as a big 10, we can make a change one time. And that sounds pretty good. And it also works for the Illini. See, I, I think that getting away from divisions when you have the mega conferences, which every conference is going to, you know, the 14 and SEC back to a 16 teams um, and the SEC, especially you, you don't play anybody. I mean, Alabama and Georgia meet like once every six or seven years in the regular season. So, you know, and, and they have been the, the top of their respective divisions for a long time. So I, I just think when you have that, I mean, OK, so now you got to take the top two teams, even though they only played. Eight games you know, with each other during the season. I mean, it's, um, I just think to me, it's, I don't know. And you're right for Illinois, um, you know, get a chance to get it. You have that chance to win the division, get that championship taste in your mouth before you move on to, to the next thing. Ironically, if the NCAA or if the football, you know, playoff, if they had been willing to say, you know, you didn't need to have two divisions and you could just pick the number one and two teams to play in, in your championship, would all of this realignment have even happened in the first place? That's the ironic thing about this, because what they're going to really means you could just have the Big Ten, you could have the old Big 12 and, and not have to worry about the expansion. It's kind of an interesting thought exercise to see where they'd have been if they'd have made that decision earlier. Yeah, I agree. And I think that I still say, <clears throat> I agree with Brad. I think it goes to eight pretty quickly, if not 12. And I still think 16 is possible. There's a model out there that is very possible. You take 10 conference champs, six at large, the way I would do it, I would limit any, no conference, more than three teams. If you finish fourth best in your conference, I'm sorry. 
you know, belong in the, in the bigger picture in football. So, and 16 is the closest you can get to the 68 that you have in basketball. Right. You know, I mean, it's one where, I mean, I think just think of the money that would be involved, the billions of dollars we generated from a 16 team playoff, play the first two rounds on campus sites, first two weekends in December, take it, take time off for exams. And then you're right back to where you've got the final four coming up in January. So it's just, that's just my thought, my two cents. Totally agree. Oh, well, I'm with you. The, the, the team that gets fourth has to come play in the Illini guy, first annual Illini guys. Bowl. That's so right. We'll, we'll start sponsoring that one. That's right. Our, that's right. So with our 44,000 subscribers, we can do that now. That's right. Yeah, because if you're not fourth, you're last. That's right. And, <laughs> and, and, and the Illini guys toilet bowl. <laughs> and by then, we'll take no. all the, Go take ahead. the worst two teams in Division One. We'll take the <laughs> worst two teams and they come play. We'll you can win the, the bronze plunger. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to uh, a positive spin and say by then Arlington Heights will have built its um, retractable domed stadium for the Bears, and you can just put it up there. I think if we have the two toilet bowl teams, we can just play at like Muhammad Seymour High School or something <laughs> like that. Frank Dutton Field, baby. <laughs> hey, listen, Mattoon High School just got a brand new turf, so it's too nice. Here we go. A lot of guys toilet bowl. All right. Uh, Morris Johnson, class of 2024, uh, commits to the Illini, is uh, lined up to be one of the top 25 players in his class getting into, um, uh, well, his senior year, which is still two years away, two seasons away. Uh, he's just going to be a rising junior. But he caught up with, uh, talked with Ked Prince on his podcast, Ked's Recruiting Roundup recently. We'll hear part of that up next here on the Sports Spectacular. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously. You're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible. Whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is, we're here to support it. Because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. Welcome back to the Sports Spectacular. We talked with Kedrick Prince, Director of Recruiting for IlliniGuys.com, earlier in the show. He recently spoke with 2024 basketball commit Morez Johnson on his Keds Recruiting Roundup podcast. The 6'9 forward out of Chicago, St. Rita, is one of the top players in the country in his rising junior class. Here's a piece of that interview, starting with why he chose Illinois. Okay, I committed to Illinois young because I know this is the place I want to be. I know this where I went. I went on a couple of visits, but none of them was felt like how Illinois felt. Like Illinois felt like home as soon as I got on campus. Plus, I love the coaching staff. They want the best for me. They're not gonna let you cheat yourself. They're not gonna let you slack. That's what I need. I need them to push me to the next level. I like that quote. So you mean it's like slack off as far as like take time off or take the easy way out? Is that what you mean or what? Yeah, they're not gonna let me take the easy route. Like, say if I want to cheat and practice, be lazy and stuff like that, they're not gonna let me do that. They're gonna be like, Morris, pick it up. What you doing, Morris? You went to a practice down there. I think the weekend you were down there, uh, I think your team was down there, or a few of your teammates were down there, and you got you got a chance to watch practice. And what was that like for you to see that kind of atmosphere with all those players on the court? Well, can you explain what that was like? Like the practice was intense. Like I thought my practice at San Rita was intense because of the way my coach coached at San Rita. But when I got to Illinois, it was a different. It was just different. Coach Underwood didn't play. Coach Frazier was in the drills with them. 
it was just intense. I, I like I like the intensity. Everybody going after each other, Kofi and um Omar going at it. You know, Coach and uh, Coach Tim Anderson, uh, the assistant basketball coach at Illinois, has been on a roll. Um, he's done a great job of trying to change the the look of Illinois basketball. Can you talk to us and tell the listeners out there your relationship with Coach Anderson and what, what, what you like about him as a basketball coach and what he brings to Illinois? Okay, I met Coach Anderson. Well, I first started talking to Coach Anderson my freshman year when he was at DePaul. He offered me a DePaul offer when I was a freshman. And in June, uh, going into my sophomore year, he um, was at Illinois. And then he offered me then, and we started talking. Then I took the visit. That's my guy. That's like an uncle to me. I love the way he's trying to train, change the culture at Illinois, and I'm trying to help him with that. You know, you, when you committed, because, you know, I, as I mentioned on the air to start the show, you're one of the top 50 players in the country in your class. You know, for a kid like you to commit early, it makes a bold statement, you know, how you want to keep Illinois going and that you like what the program is doing. As far as a, uh, the program itself, you know, the style of play and the fans, can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, you know, what you're looking forward to and, and even in the Big Ten. Okay, I love how Illinois play inside out. Like, they don't counsel the guards out just because they got good post game. They let the guards play too. Everybody's happy. They feeding the bids. They going to their first option, which is the post. And they working it out. Then they working the ball out. Kofi hitting in the corner to uh, Plummer, knocking down threes. Like, everybody happy. They playing together. They playing the right way. So what part of your game, I mean, now that we're kind of like, you know, we're quarter into the AAU season, has your AAU season gone the way you like? Are you looking – to do more? Are you happy? Or, I mean, can you talk about that process, how that's going so far? Um, yeah, you're going good right now, but it could be better. Like, the couple of terms we've been going, like, 4-1, and 6-1. and one. Like, we've been losing our first game and then bouncing back. I think, like, this weekend coming up, we're going to pick it up. Like, we need to start going undefeated. There's no way we should be not going. We should not be going undefeated in tournaments. But um, I think that's because we're coming out lazy right now, stuff like that. But we're picking it up. Last weekend, we did good. We went 4-0. So you're all about winning. And one of the things that I, I know you and Ty Rogers are friends and you guys talk and I love the attitude that you guys have in your demeanor as far as like winning basketball games and that toughness. Like everybody's not dogs. Like some people are dogs. Like Ty and me, we are dogs. Like we're going to go get it. We're going to make sure we win. We're going to play. We're going to lock you up. We're going to rebound. We're going to score. We're going to kill you. We're going to do everything to win the game. We are dogs. We're going to make sure we win the game. Or at least make it hard for you to win. Good. I okay. So for the fans have never seen you play, what are you good at? And this is your time to brag. It's okay. Don't be bashful. Like I'm good at finishing. Like um, some people say I take crazy shots when I'm like with my layups and stuff like that. But I work on that stuff. I don't call it crazy. That's what I work on. I practice that. I'm good at finishing. I can rebound. I can play defense. I guard multiple positions. Um, I can shoot the jumper. Um, I haven't shot it a lot at Saint Rita this year because of the team I have. Like I don't need to shoot it. My team was pretty good. Have you worked but, a lot yeah. on that? Have you worked a lot on that on in the AAU season? Shooting a little bit? Yeah. I'm moving around. I'm outside more with the AAU. Working on it a lot more. You know, when I saw you play, it's really hard. I can't as I can't it's not fair to compare kids and players. I get that. But you're just a freak of nature to be your size and athletic. The things that you can do and how big you are, you know, again, well, now you know you're going to be a junior. It's just really, really unique to see a kid like this. And it's been a long time since I've seen a kid like this at Illinois. 
Yeah, that's what I'm working on. I'm working on to become a three. I don't want to be just labeled as a five or a four. I want to be able to play multiple positions. I don't want to just be like, just throw me in the post. I want to be able to shoot. I want to be able to drill. I want to be able to uh, get, get the ball to my teammates, all of that. Once again, you can hear the entire interview on the Keds Recruiting Roundup podcast. You can find that on the front page of IlliniGuys.com along the left-hand side. That's where all of our multimedia lives, including past editions of this Sports Spectacular show or anywhere that you find your podcasts. More Sports Spectacular after this. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Along the Sports Spectacular, one thing we have not talked about in these two hours yet. NBA Finals is now underway. Celtics and the Warriors. Gentlemen, your thoughts. You know, you got the you got the team of the past whatever seven years against the team of probably the next seven years right now. I mean, the Celtics are young, coming into their own two stars under 25. Um, and then you've got the the Warriors. They're they're a little older, they're a little grizzled, grizzled veterans, although they you know, play a fun style, but it's going to be interesting to see how they um, match up. I think um, Boston has some things that will make it difficult. They do a good job defensively. They've got good length. They've got a, you know, an elite defender who can run around and, you know, chase Steph. And so they're, they're, they're probably a good matchup for Golden State, but man, I, I just feel like Golden State is just that veteran team. They've been here before they've done it before. And I think they realize this might be the last hurrah. I mean, you look at all those teams in the West that are really close um, and, and, you know, almost, you know, right there. So I, I think it's going to be interesting to see if this last last raw for these guys. And so they're going to go give it all they have. Yeah, this this is one of the more intriguing finals. And it's kind of funny because I, I see it ending one of two ways. I see Golden State sweeping this or I see Boston winning it in seven. Um, Boston has proved, you know, they've proven that they can get through um, and play you know, when their backs are against the wall, I know they don't have the experience that the uh, Golden State Warriors have, but there's got to be a confidence, um, you know, that they've got. Now, granted, the you know injuries to Milwaukee probably made this whole thing possible, but nonetheless, um, they have played well under pressure and, you know, game sevens, they come up with some performances even on the road. Yeah, I, I'm with with you guys on the on the Warriors. I think it's one that it's just a team that they just know how to how to get it done. I mean, I I always root for the underdog, and and Steph Curry is somebody he had to fight for. I mean, he's one of the all time greats now, but boy, he had to work to get there. And um, I just I love the way the organization is built. They remind me a lot of the way the Spurs were, and the Spurs obviously great and and uh, had such a fantastic run. To your point, Boston's done the same thing. And I think that's one thing about when you saw these final four teams in the NBA, all four, in my opinion, built it the right way. They didn't try to go out and just buy a championship. They went through. And like you said, they they put Tatum and Brown and stuck with them and let Kyrie Irving leave. And they bring Al Horford back for the guy who's been there, done that, you know, as the veteran. He's got a couple of rings from college. And 
Um, I just think it's, it's one of those, I was asked uh, earlier this week who I liked. I'm like, I, I don't really have a dog in this, in this spot. I think either team to your point would just be so much fun and we could get, it's a champion you could get behind like we did with the, the Bucks and Raptors in recent years. Yeah. And, and Horford, the interesting thing about him is he plays so much better when he has the extra day of rest and the finals are set up for an old guy like him to have a bigger effect on the game. If it was an every other day type of thing, I think I would automatically give this to the Warriors. But I do think that this time off may help him be more effective. Yeah, I mean, he's like half your age. He's old. I, I, you know, it is, it is, isn't it amazing when we can talk about these guys at that age as being, you know, <laughs> he's almost over the hill. A little no, bit old. No, no, Mr. Horford, we're over the hill. <laughs> People are going to meet meet Mike and say, you look so much younger than what I envisioned. I thought you were like 84. (laughs) We thought you were Lauren Tate's step twin. (laughs) Oh, NBA five. Hey, I have a girl. It's funny. You talk about age. I have a girl I teach with. And I I told her the other day, I said, hey, when she first started, you know, she's 22 and whatever. And I'm like, I'm double your age. I said, I'm no longer double your age. So that's a good thing. So they, they're gaining ground, these young people on us. That's all good. So that's uh that's not a bad thing. Well, never gaining ground on Mike because he doubles his years. They're, they're all half my age. <laughs> <laughs> and then and and my my career is older than all of them, so that's even scarier. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, that is funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's yes. just, yeah, you know. So wait a minute. What's an answering machine? Yeah, never mind. Don't worry about it. Um Hey, USFL is a is back. Flash from the past. You guys been watching? I haven't watched much, but I will say the one thing I keep watching are highlights of uh, Reggie Corbin running into the end zone. That <laughs> seems to be a common occurrence. Um, long runs, you know. He's I think you know, he's at the top in the league in like every rushing touchdowns. You know, one of the top five guys in the league, and so man, what a, I, th- this dude needs to be in the NFL next year. I mean, he really should be. He just perfect he can play a third down back whatever role you want but he can i mean, I just think there there's no way that there are that many running backs better than than this dude so go go reggie and get to the nfl yeah and and i have not had as much time to watch this as i would like um you know the nba playoffs get so addictive i just can't help it you've got it on every night and in fact when you get to the finals you almost get the shakes because you're like it's three more days until they play. And it's just such a challenge because I'm, I'm so used to having it on every night. Meanwhile, my wife is like, wow, this is great. It's three more days until they play again. <laughs> <laughs> Larry wanted to, Larry wants to see all this stuff, but you know, in between Manny's and Petty's, he's it's hard, hard oh, to find time. Oh, we're going to, we're going to close out with that. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got to get his, he's Mike, get Mike's the, the, getting his mullet permed. And yeah. Larry's getting a Manny Petty. Larry's got to get the mustache, you know, waxed and, you know, looking good and everything. Yep. <laughs> no, I should have known it was, it was coming. And, you know, and, and, and by the way, I know what you guys did last week. I haven't talked about it. This, this show, I was going to let it go, but you started the show without me. And that's okay. That's okay. I still like you guys, but okay. Did you, give, I, give Brad I, a control board and a microphone I, and he cannot stop. <laughs> It's all it's all downhill from there. There you go. That's right. When they have a words night. When they have a words night, they give me the microphone. They all just go, "Oh no, oh no." <laughs> Ernie, somebody save us. 
He's well, got a standing room only stop. crowd. Stop him, please. Please stop him. Well, um, full disclosure, um, my pedicure is in 20 minutes. So wow. we're going to close the show here. Uh, for everyone joining us, David Williams, Ryan McClure, be sure to uh, join uh, David in his first ever uh, first annual golf tournament, uh, supporting a really good cause coming up on August 26th. And once again, um, uh, we'll have more details on that on the show as we get a little closer to that. Uh, thanks to everyone else on the show. Thanks to you for listening. Again, another uh, great week. Hopefully you enjoy this weekend, and we'll see you right back here same time next week. For Brad Sturdy, for Mike Kegley, for our guy on audio, the board over there, there he is waving at you. Patrick Quinn, I'm Larry Smith. Go Illini. We'll see you next week. And please donate to the Larry Smith Testosterone Fund. We will need dollars immediately. ILL. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.